For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. And it's a big thank you to Property Brokers for helping me and Sammy get down here. And Paul, of course, our wonderful tech who's set up all the sounds for us. Um, We're getting close to the first delivery in the slog sweep cricket versus rugby or should I say ability versus inability, and uh, one of the big inability rugby players <laughs> <laughs> who's been roped into place of cricket, Dean Budd joins us. G'day, Dean. Hey, mate. How are you doing? Good, good. <laughs> um, long time away from New Zealand. We'll talk about cricket a little bit, but um, the rugby's the subject I want to talk to you about. Uh, former captain of the Italian national rugby team. What took you to Italy at such a young age? Um, opportunity. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, I felt like the door had closed a little bit for me here in New Zealand, and so yeah, through through a little bypass in, in Japan on the way, I uh, a guy that I played there sold me the dream of uh, Italy being the place to be, and it told me all the good stories. So uh, he made it happen for me. You did play for obviously uh, the Bud names very well known up in Northland. You also played for Auckland. I think you had a dart with the Blues as well. Yeah, yeah, did did a season there, and that was probably why I left. I didn't <laughs> didn't make it next time around, and uh, and uh, as a angry young twenty three year old, thought I knew better, and a knee jerk reaction to get the hell out. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty happy with that decision now, but I certainly questioned it over time. <laughs> <laughs> so Italy, um, I know you played for Treviso. How many clubs did you play for in Italy? Just the one, just yeah, one. the only one that paid really. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, half the other boys, I'd heard some stories before going of uh, not getting paid and burning cars and fields as, as their payback before they flew out. And um, yeah, there's, there's some pretty good stories over there. Of uh, we, we even had it ourselves when we were at halfway through a bad season and the director of sport came in and told us that we were all our pay was being cut by 30% and that was the way it is. So No discussion. No discussion. It meant we didn't train for two days and then we did get paid in full and we all <laughs> trained again. But yeah, it's, uh, it can be a bit, a bit of the Wild West sometimes over there. They're passionate people, aren't they, Italian? Are they passionate about everything? Absolutely. You can. I, my first year, I feel like I'm pretty sure a guy wanted to clean me up for putting some ketchup on my pizza one night out for dinner. So um, yeah, it's not just rugby. It's, it's, I mean, shit even more so. It's food, isn't it? They live and breathe it. Yeah. Is pasta and pizza way better over there? Have yeah. we got no idea? No idea. Yeah, I, I would never have eaten, well, maybe it was my mum's cooking, but a spaghetti bolognese here, but to go over there, I'd, it would be something I'd crave, and it was just insane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, a few Kiwis have done it over there. I'm, I'm just thinking of the ones I know. Uh, Jaden Haywood obviously played for Italy. I think Luke Marnie was unlucky. He was the hooker over there, but yeah. they had good Italian hookers. So they always pick an Italian first, but if they're not quite up to it, they'll, they'll chuck a Kiwi or an Aussie in. Yeah, yeah. We, um, Hame Faiva was another one who's recently uh, the same role, hooker and, and yeah, Jaden was my roomie for a majority of my time with Italy, and mm. yeah, we shared some pretty good stories and times together. And <laughs> captain of Italy for a non-Italian, it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, I was I was pretty proud, and, and still am very proud of that. Um, yeah, when you leave New Zealand, you kind of wonder what you're doing sometimes, and to to have made it to that level for another country uh, it was pretty special to me. Yeah, that's a real acceptance, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think it very happens very often, and I would be lying if I said I had the full support of everyone um, with that decision. I certainly related to passion. I think I lost a few of the players by being captain that were my friends before and were happy to be involved. And we did everything together, and 
then it, they found out I was captain one week and it was like, oh, well, you're not my mates anymore and wow. I won't, won't talk to you. <laughs> and that's the passionate bit, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Whether it's they thought it should have been them or they feel it should be Italian. And, and I completely agree with some of that. There's, there is, there's huge self-pride and a nation full of pride. You, you want an Italian leading that and... and yeah, I mean, I'm happy as to have have done it and achieved mm. it, and wouldn't take it back. Big result a couple of weeks ago, eh? Yeah, huge. I I even got so cocky that I bet on them to beat South Africa for for three in a row, and <laughs> and they got 60 points put on them. Um, but yeah, to clean up Australia like that, I mean, Australia had the chance, but I, I think there's been many times in the past where Italy's left themselves with the position to win it and and not being able to do it. So. Um, bit of luck at the end, but there was 80 minutes before that of good rugby from them, and it's yeah, super super cool to see. Italy for a long, long time have they've been three quarters of the way up the ladder, but it's almost like they're afraid of heights and just can't take, quite take those steps to be back. We are actually here week in, week out, week in, week out. What needs to happen? I relate it to the All Blacks being beatable now. It's that psychological aspect of the game. So. Forever, the All Blacks always won because you, deep down, everyone knew the All Blacks were going to win. Ireland massively smashed that hoodoo out the park when they beat them, and then we saw a few, few, few kind of victories. And I even feel like I heard some team saying, some players in interviews, the All Blacks are beatable now. And we had the same thing with Italy that we haven't got over yet. We we see in England, we see a All Blacks, we see a Tier One nation, and it's there's just that bit where, hey, we'll be happy to walk off the field and think we did well. Got um, two tries. Yeah, well, yeah, that's great. You'll be fans will love it too. But uh, it's just you've, there's that safety blanket of you not needing to win because the expectation of winning isn't there yet. So until that mindset can change to know that you can beat teams and you should be expected to beat teams, it'll be difficult to be consistent every week. Mm. So COVID brought you back to New Zealand. What have you been up to? Work in Bailey's, uh, Bailey's Auckland on the commercial side there. So any listeners out there that uh, <laughs> got any commercial buildings or uh, needs, I'm your man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's been a, I mean, everyone talks about how difficult a transition is. Um, and it uh, has been all of that. I was naive to think that I knew better and could do better than everybody else. And it's it's been uh, effing difficult. Yeah. For, for lack of a better term. I yeah. don't know if we're allowed to swear on the radio. Preferably but. <laughs> not. Although um, Beaver did yesterday. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing it week in, week out. <laughs> um, mate, so you've, you've been out. I can see your team going out. You've actually got to go out and field very shortly. So last question. You've watched the All Blacks since you've been back the last couple of years. A lot of criticism, a lot of being held to account, a lot of um, disenfranchised fans that are usually on the bag when lots of head scratching. What have you made of them, particularly this last 12 months? I focus on the other side. I, I, I'm just, after my time in Europe, seeing England's, uh, Ireland's, Wales, all of the development that those countries have, have have had and done, I believe they're just way better now. Not Sorry, not not better per se always than the All Blacks, but they're a better nation and that, that level of expectance of fans where All Blacks should always win just doesn't exist anymore. Absolutely, they're lacking consistency in, in their week-in, week-out performance, but that comes from being put under pressure and, and they haven't had quite had that pressure from other nations for quite some time, I think. So I kind of look at it the other side of the coin that everyone's getting better and not that we're somehow getting bad all of a sudden. Mm. Don't want to stitch you up, but it's a question everyone's talking about. Six, seven and eight, the All Blacks, Jersey six, seven and eight, All Black, uh, World Cup final next week. All, everyone's fit, everyone's available. What's your six, seven, eight? Papali'i, uh, Saadi at eight, and... 
Probably Fritzel at, at six. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Mate, your team's out there. I have to let you go. They, I'm sure they need me. <laughs> <laughs> Dean They're Bud. looking lost, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Dean Bud, former um, Italian captain. Uh, yes, the, who's, who's opening the batting for cricket? Can we tell who those guys are? A couple of oh. o- overweight plonkers. <laughs> Jamie Howe and Andrew Burley. There we are. Big D. We've got the official scorer. This guy scored test match. He's, just, he's my neighbour for this game. So uh, the first ball's upcoming. Thanks so much, Steve. We'll let let me, you go I'll down. go steam in from the boundary. Go on, boy. Go <laughs> on, boy. Uh, Dean Bud there will let him uh, vacate the premises. Um, yeah, interesting, eh? Like, when, when you hear someone who's, like, rugby's their, their career, rugby's their life, and... Um, you almost got the sense there that when I said, what do you make of the All Blacks? He said, I always look at the other sides. You always look at England and Ireland and um, played for Italy as recently as two years ago and captured them. What a what a mark of respect and a, and a mark of the ability of the men. Yeah, I, um, I feel like I just need a break from the All Blacks at the moment, Steph, in terms of, you know, what I think of the season because I've just been stewing over so many different points and storylines and foster and players and selections and the opposition and it's like I think I just need a summer to think about it you know mm, to stew mm. on it and then Super Rugby will come around and we'll have all these debates again but um, not that I'm saying it feels tired but I just feel like you've got the anti-foster camp, you've got the their building camp, you've got the wait until the World Cup camp you've got like that, the Dean Buds you've got the, the World's Caught Up camp and so mm. um Wait and see, but man, he's he's awesome, Steph. I don't, don't know much about him at all. I'm not familiar with him, but um, we've got to get him on more often. I, I reckon. Know, he's a yeah, great former champ, Italian, and then we just introduced him as the former Italian captain. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, like, I didn't realise he was even back till I saw the program today. Yeah. Um, so opening the batting for Slog is Merles. <clears throat> that's the nickname, Andrew Murley. A uh, bit of his background: uh, Central Districts under seven. Oh, he, and here come all the school kids, Steph. School's out early, is it? Palmy, on a Wednesday. Palmy boys. Hey, That's Palmy boys. End, on a Wednesday, on a, on a Friday, sorry. Do they end, end early on a Friday? Yeah, glide time on a Friday. Ah, oh, sure, yeah. A couple of free periods in the afternoon. First ball. Pitched up. Oh, God, so it's good now. They've oh. got, it's good now we've got cricket on in front of us, Steph. <laughs> I'll just finish off with Andrew Miller. 13 matches for Manawatu. High score of 74. Had 11 matches for Hawke's Bay. Uh, 405 runs at 33. So not a not a storied cricket career, but he was a handy schoolboy cricketer, and uh, he is he is facing Big D. Who's the bowler? Roland Bidenhorst. Now there's the name I wasn't. Uh, oh, Roland Bidenhorst. Yes, he was um, in 2005. He came first in the 80 meter hurdles. Sam second in the pentathlon. What was his time in the 80 meters? Um, I always like to know times. It didn't say actually. Sorry, because you know, like you, you do track and field all through high school, and all you do is compare yourself to times because mm. that never changes. Oh, forty-eight games for Manawatu two cricket. So he's nearly taken a run before he's hit the ball. So we'll just have a little look, a little glimpse at uh, this. We'll just do the next couple of balls. Just looking at the field, crowd certainly coming in. Boys high, boys on the uh, western embankment. Um, Bardenhorst uh, comes in, Ron Snowden bowls uh, outside off something. He's dragged it across to the offside and just took it at through mid-wicket for a comfortable single. So he's bowling. He's got a square leg, a mid-on, um, sort of a wide sort of gully, I guess you would call him. We've got a point. We've got a third man. Uh, we've got two in the covers, mid-off. No one really back on the boundary except for fine leg and and I guess you could say third man is three quarters of the way to boundary. So where's uh, uh, where's 
um, our man Taylor Fielding because you suspect that's where the screaming catch is going to come from. Where is he positioned? I will find Andre Taylor. It's a beautiful leave. Believe in the leave. Andre Taylor. Is he playing Is he playing uh, mid-off? He's one of the younger, fitter ones. I'm thinking that that probably is mid-on. Anyway, we'll, we'll sort that out. We'll take a break. New sport and weather, and we will return. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.